The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for tuning in. Keep that music rolling. I love it. I'm Ed, <laughs> I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for tuning in each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 Pacific. Do the best show in racing, dedicated about the sport of kings. That's my man Will on the board. Ain't none better. That you can count on. Will, thanks for all your help as usual. But thank you for tuning in, taking your time, and talking some horses and uh, listening about some horses. And as always, if you've got a comment, you can always dial me up, and or you can shoot me an email at ed at winningponies.com, and I guarantee that I will get back with you and. You know, good or bad, let's hear it all. I'd like to air it all out. This Saturday is Belmont 141. 141 Belmonts. A few years older than me, I think. Going a mile and a half over a course that is known as Big Sandy. Sweeping turns, long stretch, and a race where the little dogs better stay on the porch. This is not a race for the weak-hearted. You better come into your, better come into your game Fully strapped, locked, and loaded. No wonder the Triple Crown is so hard to take down. This mile and a half, this judge is, as they say, that's a judge of a man's calling. Well, this is how the horses are judged, geldings. And we almost had a filly in there, but a little later in the show we'll touch on that. Running down Belmont 141 from the one hole is Chocolate Candy. Gary Gomez for trainer Jerry Hollendorfer is 10-1. to the two is Dunkirk, four to one. John R. Velasquez in the irons. Todd Pletcher is the conditioner. Number three is Mister Hot Stuff, fifteen to one. Edgar Prado for Owen Hardy. Number four, Summerbird Kent DeSormo for Tim Ice, twelve for your one. Number five, Love Gov, twenty to one. Miguel Mena for D. Wayne Lucas, the Iron Man himself. Number six is Charitable Man, three for your one. Alan Garcia, Kier McLaughlin is the trainer. Number seven, the Derby winner, two to one. Mind that bird, Calvin Borrell for Benny Woolley. Incredible run for Benny Woolley. My hat's off to you, Benny. And just to think, you've been doing it on crutches and one leg. Incredible. Number eight, Flying Private, 12 to one. Julian Lipperu for D. Wayne Lucas again. He's got multiple cards in there. 12 to 1, Flying Private. The 9, Miners Escape, 15 for your 1, Jose Lescano for Nick Zito. Nice little runner there. The 10, rounding out the field is Brave Victory, 15 to 1, Rajiv Marah. Once again for Nick Zito. Zito playing the spoiler. He's been the king of New York, and he's been that way for a long time, and you can bet that he didn't come to lose. 
What is happening tonight? We're going to have a recap of last week's action. Recap of last week's news. Winners. How we did. We're going to talk some biggins. Yep. The biggins of how Winning Ponies is actually doing. This week's special guest, a very good friend, on and off the track, one hell of a handicapper, and he's filling in for someone tonight on a very short notice. He's filling in because, one, he's a great handicapper, two, he's a great friend. He's filling in for the John Englehart, who had a family emergency and was unable in the last hour to actually get this together. And the person filling in is the one, the only, Dangerous Dan. Dangerous is back in the family again. Makes me happy. like to hear it. John will join us hopefully in the next weeks to come. But he was, un- he was unable to be with us this evening. And for that, we understand, John, you got to take care of family first. But don't fret. Danny will be here. And then we're going to have final furlong handicapping. That is with yours truly. And we're going to be talking about some horses. A little later on the show, we're going to get a call by a gentleman by the name of Pete Aiello. He's going to call in and shoot out one, just one selection. He went three for seven last week. One of those paying $33. Our man Pete Aiello from River Downs. whole lot of fun. Everybody in the world has been talking about racing. Before we actually get into the recap, let me touch on it. Racetrack gaming on the agenda for the Kentucky session. Democratic Governor Steve Bashir announced today the racetrack gaming will be included in a special legislative session that focuses on the state budget. During a press conference, reiterated his contention that Kentucky's horse racing and breeding industry is, the, is in crisis because of competition for programs in states that allow casino-style gambling. He is not kidding. Special session scheduled to kick up June 15th. A lot is going to possibly go down. Keep your fingers crossed for the state of Kentucky. Other states soon to follow. That you can take to the bank. Recap of last week's action. Overshadowing on-track development during the week was the announcement that Kentucky Oaks Preakness winner Rachel Alexandra will not contest Saturday's Belmont Stakes. I am so glad. This gal needs some well-deserved rest. She won the Oaks by 20 and a quarter lengths. She beat the boys in the Preakness. What more do we want from her? But that decision leaves Derby winner Preakness runner-up Mind That Bird as the favorite for the mile-and-a-half Belmont, and it clears the way for Calvin Burrell to get back on Mind That Bird in an effort to become the first jockey in history, to win all three Triple Crown races on different horses. Burrell rode mine that bird in the Derby, switched to the Philly for the Preakness, and would have stayed with her had she run in the Belmont. All of us sincerely interested in the horse must agree that we only want to see her run when it is best for her, according to Jess Jackson Friday. She's in great shape, strong works, recovering well from amazing performances, and deserves a well-earned vacation. Can't say it any better. Jess, you are a true sportsman. Okay, let's recap some action from last week. Hollywood Park Magical Fantasy put her nose in front of the wire to win Saturday's $250,000 Game League Breeders' Cup by a neck over visit. 
well-moneyed, got the big money after Sunday's $150,000 honeymoon handicap for three-year-old fillies, rallying three wide in the stretch and drawing clear to win by a length and a quarter. Woodbine. This is my play of the day. Rutherian passed the million-dollar mark in earnings with the winner's share of Saturday's $300,000 Canadian Nassau handicap. Patiently handled by Alan Garcia, the five-year-old pulpit mare, a Virginia craft pace and homebred, took charge in the stretch, winning by three lengths over defending champ Callwood Dancer. Rutherian finished a mile on the 16th on a good turf and won 41 and 4. Incredible. Belmont Park Gossip Girl led all the way in a length and a half victory in Saturday's $150,000 Sands Point. Scalara caught Christie with a K in the final jump to win Saturday's $65,000 McKay McKenna stakes. Cool Coleman led all the way to a five and a half length victory over two rivals in Saturday sixty five thousand dollars Lord of the Night stakes. Mini Punt had to work through traffic to get to the front of Sunday's seventy five thousand dollars spectacular bid for New York Stallion stakes. Incredible there. Mother Russia took command in the stretch to win the Cooper Coys Joy Division for New York bred three old Phillies, winning by two lengths over. Wild Awake. Ship on down to Kentucky. Churchill Downs. Bold start. Broke in the top. And Saturday's $100,000 Aristides took back to stalk the pace and drew off to him by two and three-quarter lengths. For Kenny McPeak. Alvarado in the saddle. High tap. This was one of my big plays of the day. I wish I could have locked in. Went 13-1, to one, but goes off at a very sweet 6-1. to one. Took charge in the lane in Saturday's $100,000 Dogwood Stakes for three-year-old fillies. Easily besting odds on favorite Luster to win by three and a quarter links. And that kind of throws us out at last week's action and seeing what's up. And talking about what's up, let's talk about Biggins. Friday, May 29th, 134 total Biggins, Riadoso Downs was the winner in race number five for that day. When I say the winner, that means who paid the most. How about 11,005, 29, 20 for the boys at winning ponies? These guys have been in fuego. That means on fire. Saturday, May 30th, 180 total big in Suffolk Downs. Race of 629, a pick four, 10,976.80. Incredible day at the office. Sunday, May 31st, 139 total big ins, 8,850. And 40 whole cents for Remington Park, race number five. Not bad for Remington. Monday, June 1, 30 total biggins. Indiana Downs, race number seven, home of the slot money. Superfecta key, $1,930.60. Tuesday, June 2nd, 41 total biggins. Finger Lakes, race of 629, a pick four, 16,541 even. Right behind it, 40 or a race number seven. Superfecta key, 15,000. $148.90. Wednesday, June 3rd, 38 total biggins leading the pack. Charlie Town, race number four, Superfecta, 10233 even. Thursday, June 4th, today, 35 total biggins. Louisiana Downs, race number four, Superfecta, $6,077.66. 60 not 66 cents. I only wish for the extra money. Six thousand. $77.60, not 66 No such thing. Well, maybe maybe so, only if you're playing the Dime Super. The exotic predictions have paid over $4 million this year. These guys have been hot. 
They have really been rolling hot. They've been rolling very well. I think you need to check it out. You can go back to their history. If you're a non-believer, be a believer. Just check it out. It's easy to use. I would say go for it. To reiterate what I kind of brushed upon at first, Burrell could set triple crown record in the Belmont Stakes. He's in position to make racing history on Saturday when he rides Mind That Bird in the Belmont. If Mind That Bird wins the test of the champions, Burrell will become the first jockey to complete a personal sweep of the triple crown races in the same year on more than one horse. He rode Mind That Bird in the Derby on May 2nd. Two weeks later, he rode the Philly. Rachel Alexander in her triumph in the Preakness. Philly takes off. Burrell goes back to Mind That Bird. Test the champions. Happens Saturday. We are all pulling for our man Kevin Burrell. It is time to head out to our first break. When we return, we are going to be talking to the one, the only, the man who needs no introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. Our man, Dangerous Dan. So stay tuned for more winners here on Winnie Pony. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Beauty, freedom, country, family. They're the values that make America strong and what our armed forces are fighting to defend. While many talk about these ideals without action, they are just empty words. If you think America's military families deserve more, log on to thanksusa.org. It's a great way to thank our troops and give military families the gift of education. Thanksusa.org. Scholarships for America's military families. You can make a difference. And they're off! What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. Good evening welcome back to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for joining in each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, to talk about the sport of kings. Depending on which side of the coast you live on, depends on what time you listen. There's a little three-hour difference. Yeah, it's the way the, you know, the earth is curved. I'll explain it later. It is during this segment that we have on our special guest of the week. Joining us initially was supposed to be John Ingard, turf publicist president. 
he had a family emergency, and in the last hour, he has to take care of things that matter the most. But joining us now is the man, the myth, the legend, and a guy who always takes care of business. One Dangerous Dan. Good evening, Dangerous. Admire my brother from another mother. How are you doing? <laughs> Everything's good, Dan. Before we start kicking horses, a little birthday this weekend in the Dangerous Dan family. Actually, it's next week. Uh, Alyssa, my daughter, turns one year old. We got a we got a, a bunch of family in from uh, St. Louis who are listening downstairs, and uh, they're very happy to be here and, and celebrate this great occasion with us. Be proud, my boy. Be proud and enjoy the time. That that's the stuff that matters. But before we get too far off base, you're going to have me crying. I mean, you're going to have me crying, weeping in my tea here because I know you got all the winners because. The handicapper that you are, and you're filling in for one John Englehart who had other things to tend to, but I am so glad to have you on, Dangerous. Where are we going to begin? Well, there's only really one track that I'm going to play this weekend, and it's Belmont. Uh, we can start with the sixth at Belmont. It is the 31st running of the True North Handicap. It's a grade two for a purse of $250,000. Uh, I like two horses in here, and I'll give you both of them. Two Step Salsa is uh, ridden by Garrett Gomez. Uh, horse is coming over, hasn't raced since March when uh, he won the uh, Gold Dolphin Mile, which was a great two. I believe that's on the uh, Dubai World Cup undercard. Uh, carried 126 pounds that day, uh, beat 14 other horses, was the favorite. The horse looks for real. It, to, to me, Ed, it's a two-horse race. Let's look at the one, Benny the Bull. Benny the Bull is owned by IEAH Stables, who most people know. Owned Big Brown. He's a six-year-old horse by Lucky Lionel, trained by Richard Dutro, who trained Big Brown. Edgar Prado in the Irons. If you look at this horse, Ed, five, his last five starts over a span uh, since 2007, November of 2007, he's won all of them including the Smile Sprint, the Sunshine Mile Sprint, the True North, the Dubai Golden Shaheen. I'm going with Benny the Bullhead, but if you're playing a pick three, which is the, probably the route I'll go, I'd use two steps also as well. Uh, coming out of the Godolphin Mile, great two event. Frankie DeTore, Dan, I, I think you've, you've uh, you put the finger on both. And, uh, you know, possibly Dubai may have, been the, may have been the springboard for both of these. I mean, Prado along the rail, what more could you ask for? Been shooting bullets, been working very nicely in the morning. Two-step salsa, Gary Gomez uh, for Godolphin Stables. IEH Stables, you know, who was uh, a little analyst, or excuse me, uh, a consultant for them. He's going to start training. A little, okay. little something for you. Uh, your good friend Gary Stevens, I believe. Eh? <laughs> You're exactly right, and you know what? You were all right about the uh, about the Big Brown Saga. There, Detro is is just tremendous. I mean, winning twenty seven percent in New York, twenty nine percent on the year, one for one at Belmont. I say box him up and and see and see what happens. I mean, you know that that is the beginning of the million dollar pick six, and you know with only six horses there, Dan, you may have put the finger on something very nice for many players out there. Where do we go from there, my boy? Let's go to 7th at Belmont. It's the uh, 16th running of the Just a Game. It's a grade one. First $400,000 for Phillies and Mare, three-year-olds and upward. Uh, I, I think this is uh, there's a standout in here, and then I think there's a couple horses you can get a price with underneath of them. Uh, take a look at the five uh, forever together, five-year-old Mare. I believe she was a champion last year. She did win the Breeders' Cup, Philly Mare Turf. 
on Breeders' Cup Day, and then she come back and won to Jenny Wiley in April. Horses, she this filly's won four out of her last five. Gets Jillian Lepereau in the irons. Horses five for seven on the turf, five wins, three for three in the money at the distance. I, I think she stands out at. I, I, Danny, I think you, you've probably put the finger right on one of the locks of the day. There's a couple of really vulnerable favorites that uh, they're going to run on the Supercard. Actually, I think Forever Together looks good. Julian Laperu, when, when you when you touched on the Breeders' Cup Philly Mare Turf, it was six months, and it comes back to when the Jenny Wiley, you know, fresh off of a layoff, John, Jonathan Shepard is a very good conditioner, and I don't think you can ask anything more, and they've got probably one of the best turf riders, in my opinion, in the game. With it, who, who do we use with him? Uh, there's a there's a horse in here. I think it's going to be a price head. Um, Raw Silk, the two, ridden by Paco Lopez, trained by Thomas Albertrani. Take a look at his charts. You see backseat rhythm on there twice. I think this horse can get second. Um, backseat rhythm, I believe, just won a stakes race at uh, Churchill. And, right. it, and it was against a pretty good field. I can't remember which race it was, but she uh, she looks good underneath. And another horse to fill out the try: Caribbean Sunset, Christophe Clement for John and Sarah Kelly, ridden by uh, Ramon Dominguez. I believe he's a leading rider in the country right now. Um, he just she just ran second in a Grade Three with three wide bid, just missed. Look for that horse to improve off that ever. That was the first race in September. I see your raw soap being nothing but a, a blistering uh, pace uh, factor. Caribbean Sunset may be overlooked. Uh, four-year-old daughter by Dane Hill. Uh, they, they, they do incredibly well in Australia, and they do incredibly well anywhere they go. Dane Hill Dancer, excuse me. Uh, shipping over from Ireland, uh, from Gallon Park, uh, two races back, and they're running in group company over there, Danny Boy. And, you know, we really don't have our finger on it. As, as closely as we do in American racing, but to come over here on May 2nd of 2009, getting first-time Lasix and was only a length and three-quarters back in the bogey, a grade three, I, I think it's I think it's a personal step-up. And with Dominguez in the irons, I mean, nobody knows the course as well as Dominguez. I, yeah. I, I like your selections, but I'll tell you what, I think Forever Together might be one of the most untouchable on the card. I, I agree with that, Ed. And if you look back, too, on uh, Caribbean Sunset, she did run the American Oaks in July of 08 and was beaten four links. But, uh, you know, she shipped over here and tested grade one company on the turf going a mile and a quarter off the plane. That's that's saying something. It sure is. Race number eight at Belmont is seven furlongs to Woody Stevens grade two. The start of the million-dollar pick four. I know if you were just betting matchsticks that you would actually have, uh, and you know that's because the family is listening, and I don't want to actually uh, throw it out there that, this pick four might be attracting you. <laughs> the pick four is attracting me, Ed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stop by there before I pick the cake up on Saturday. That's um, my boy. <laughs> and and she knows already. I've already told her. Good. Um, I, I love Regal Ransom here, Ed. Uh, uh, you know, the horse ran the Derby. It was a lot of hype. Derby week. Um, they only paid $675,000. It's a good off stable. Alan Garcia. I think this horse is a different animal going shorter. Um She's or he's two for two in the money at the distance, one one point two million dollars. Uh, I Regal Ransom to me stands out. I'm going to guess that you like Hall, Ed. I think you're right. I, I, I like Hall because uh, actually this year old Colt by Holy Bull is unbeaten. 
three for three. And uh, I think going into the Derby trial, going seven and a half, six, six and a half, seven and a half. I know this is asking, uh, you know, a little bit because of the big step up. But I mean, what has Hall done actually to to make you doubt? Yeah, and, and I, I will, I'll give you a little tidbit here. I was at Turfway Park April second, and um, I ran into Dale Romans. And Dale Romans was at Turfway Park when most of his horses at the time were stable at Gulfstream, and he was there to watch his horse run. And he won and then come back in Derby trial and won it. Um, I like Hall underneath, and I'm going to use this one's for Phil, too. You know, I like this one's for Phil. Actually, uh, a little higher up than that. Uh, has has the looks of something special, the grade two swell, the grade three withers, and for the grade two Woody Stevens here. I think cutting back from a mile to seven panels might be the answer. Uh, you've got Garrett Gomez who can throttle the pace down for Richard Dutro. And take a look at that June 1st Aqueduct workout, 59-2, and two, and right before that on May 25th, two bullets right in a row. I like this one for Phil. I think uh, this three-year-old gelding by Untouchable was actually meant for bigger and better things. I still don't think he can beat big drama. I still think they're going to be all out to try to beat Hall, my friend. <laughs> I, 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 hope, uh, I hope we're ding-donging coming down the lane. That would be a good thing. Race number nine in Belmont is the grade one acorn, the 79th running of the acorn going to one-turn mile. I'm um, going to take a shot here with a horse that everybody thought would give uh, Rachel Alexander a run for her money, and that's Gabby's Golden Galhead, uh, J.J. Castellana in the irons for Bob Baffert. Kind of a, I, don't, I don't think he's roading for Baffert much, but uh, this filly, you know, got the lead in the Oaks before Rachel Alexandra went by her and opened up by, I believe it was 20 and a quarter lengths. Um, I like this horse going a one-turn mile. Uh, I think she stands out in this field. She's uh, had four starts this year, had two wins in a second. I think that you throw out the last because of just what it was and who she ran against. And, you know, she ran against a Preakness winner. And, and I don't see no Preakness winner in this field here. No. But I do love Gabby's Golden Gal. You know, I, 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 with that, I, I would box her up just with just Whistle Dixie, going to go for six in a row, and looks like uh, stepping up each and every time this daughter of Dixie Union, they paid 425000 for Julian Le Peru, coming off a little rested here, Dan. Take a look at May 23rd at Belmont, 59-4 and four for five furlongs. Very nice work indeed. Tenth race at Belmont, Dan, takes us to a mile and a quarter on the inner turf, the Manhattan Handicap, a grade one, the 108th running of the Woodford Reserve Manhattan Handicap. Uh, there, this is the my, probably the best betting race of the day, I believe, Ed. Um, I'm going to take a look here, and I'm going to go with, I, I, I think this uh, horse can be a shot. Champs Elysees, the two, ridden by Julian Lepereau, trained by Robert Franco and by Judmont Farm. Throw out the last race in the Elkhorn, uh, and and look at the running lines. You got a second, a San Anita handicap, the Einstein. He, he, the horse, I don't believe, I don't think he runs well in the poly. I think he's more of a turf horse. Look at the Hollywood Turf Cup Grade One back in December. Mm-hmm. Wins it pretty much in hand, and uh, I think this. You throw out the horse's last race. We're back to the Dan Hill angle too, Ed. Right. I. I you know what I. Champs-Élysées, to me, I, I can throw out that Elkhorn. I mean, just erase it from the PPs. Beaten favorite, run against Spice Route. And, you know, that was the first time after being off for a little bit of time. And, uh, you know, turf horses can actually hold their form a bit longer, but Frankel knows how to bring them ready. And second time off the layoff, he's a 19% winner. 
I, I think it might be a little bit of Le Peru Day. Is there anybody else in there that you like to uh, the box up with uh, Champs-Élysées? Oh, definitely. Um, I like Court Vision with uh, Raymond Dominguez. Uh, I've, anytime you get Belmont on the turf, you, you got to look at that. And this horse has just ran a pretty nice race in the Turf Classic at Churchill on Derby Day. And another horse that may be overlooked is uh, the Cowboy Cow. Cowboy Cow has never ran a bad race on the turf. No. Uh, you're getting top pusher Johnny V in the irons, and uh, you better take a look at him. That, that, this, this horse hasn't been the favorite since last October, and uh, and he's always there. He's always there. So I, I, I would include that, too. Long. And the one thing, Sean Felicis, the one thing you may want to look at, too, look on his chart, three back. You got well-armed and Tiago on there. That that uh, race in the San Antonio was a lot better than what people give her credit for. I believe well-armed won the Dubai World Cup. You <laughs> Once again, you're correct. 11th at Belmont, a mile and a half. The grade one Belmont, the 141st running of the Belmont. The true test of champions. Danny, where do we go? Where do you think we go? <laughs> I, if you're going to say mind that bird, I, I, you know, I, I'm going to sit back and listen, but I'm, I'm going to have to defer to the higher power, and that's you. Well, I, would, I, would, I was looking this over, looking over the derby with my friend Todd right before the derby, and we were going horse by horse through this. We got to mind that bird, and I, I told Todd, I says, this horse won't win the Derby, but he'll definitely win the Belmont. Well, look what's happened. <laughs> so so I'm a, I love mind that bird uh, tomorrow. I think that Calvin's going to get the triple crown on two different horses. And the horses, if you're looking to play horses underneath, use summer bird, uh, just for simple fact that I know Birdstone can, can get the distance. And uh, summer bird's training steadily. They're putting blinkers on. You're getting Kent DeSormo. After last year's Belmont, I'm sure DeSormo would like to uh, get a little bit of revenge. And another horse that you might want to include is Miner's Escape, three-year-old Colt by Mineshaft, trained by Nick Zito. And we all know that Nick Zito knows how to win the Belmont. And he's owned by Robert LaPenta. That don't hurt either. Written by Jose Lescano. I like all of your picks. I like some of Chris Rozier to Kent DeSormo. It's like, uh, like curing foot fungus. I mean, it just makes it all the bad go away. You know all about foot fungus, don't you? <laughs> You're daggone straight, I do. I mean, uh, I played ball a couple of years. I know a little bit about it. But, you know, one you didn't mention was Charitable Man. Alan Garcia, Kieran McLaughlin, two for two at Belmont, third off of a layoff. The Peter Pan historically has been a great prep for the Belmont and uh, scored uh, the, the only non-scoring victory for this three-year-old son of Lemon Drop Kid, who is also a Belmont winner, was over the poly track. So I'm going to excuse that. With your three, I'm throwing Charitable Man in there, and I think I found my four-horse box. Danny Boy, I'd like to thank you as this week's special guest. You didn't fill in for John Englehart. You exceeded everyone's expectations as usual. I'd like to wish Miss Alyssa a happy birthday for next, what is it, next week? It's uh, the 11th, actually. It's, uh, Time doth fly. Thursday. Time doth fly, does it not? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> now I'm getting older very quick. <laughs> and so is she. But enjoy every moment. Danny, thank you so much for uh, for calling in. Thanks for all of your insight for this. And uh, we'll see you at the races, my friend. All right, Ed. You have a good night. You as well. That's been Dangerous Danny. Filled in for one John Engelhardt, who had to take care of some family business. But... Uh, We'll possibly hear him from him in the next couple of weeks. Well, it's time to head to a break. When I return, I got one Mr. Pistol Pete Aiello on the line, and he's going to shoot us a red-hot winner for tomorrow, so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned to Winning Ponies. I'll keep your eyes on the road you held upon the real. 
The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you a wildfire survivor? Do you need help but don't know where to turn? SoCalHelp.org is a place you can go to get immediate help with food, shelter, important medications, and start getting your life back on track. Get help now with insurance legal issues, and find professional help like doctors and counselors. You can also connect with other survivors and people who can help. For the answers and support you need to rebuild, visit SoCalHelp.org. And they're off! What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. Okay, welcome back to segment number three of Winning Ponies. Thanks for joining us each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Gentlemen on the line, he was so damn good last week, we had to have him back in for a spot play. That is one Mr. Pistol, Pete Aiello. Pete, are you there? Yes, Ed, I'm here. Uh, you know what? That makes my heart warm, just knowing that you're there, me friend. And you know what? You didn't do too bad last week from seven races. How many winners? Well, we had three winners. We got beat a nose and another one, and one of them paid $33. So, so three and three-quarter winners, and one of them paid 33 hoops. $33. And actually, uh, any listeners that tuned in last week, if you would, send an email in to Ed and let me know if you bet on that horse, uh, Sunny Way, in that race, because there were some awful big underlays on some of the exotic prices. So I figure that some of the Winning Ponies exclusive uh, listeners must have tuned in and cashed in on Sunny Way last week at River Downs. I sure hope they did. Pete is also the, he's not also, he is the one, the only, the voice of Riverdowns, the eye in the sky. He uh, also has duties on the backside in the racing department, and uh, he pulls down many jobs, many hats, and best of all, he's a handicapper right behind calling the races, one of the most colorful calls you're going to get in America, and for the young guy up and coming, we're going to be hearing him on the bigger circuits when he wants to, but I hope we can keep him around at River Downs for a while longer. Pete, I know you have a hot one for us for tomorrow because my pen is ready. When I put it in pen, it's going down for good. 
Well, we'll see how it works out, but it's in the fourth race at River Downs tomorrow. We have the uh, even-numbered races in Cincinnati tomorrow. The fourth race, I talked a little bit last week about how I like the one-and-two-year condition, so we went with the one-and-two-year condition again tomorrow. Not winners of a race in the last two years. They're going a flat mile. Now, if anything, and if today's any indication, the main track's still going to have a lot of moisture in it, but it played reasonably fair this afternoon. You could close, you could win on the lead, so uh, the best horses were winning uh, this afternoon. Look for that trend to continue tomorrow. If it does, a horse that has a big-time license to improve is the one horse, Q. Roy. Uh, now, this horse is making the second start of the form cycle. That's an angle that I like. But it's got a couple of other interesting things to take note of, especially for uh, aficionados of River Downs like myself. Uh, now, this horse came off the shelf last time from Ellis Park uh, after a vanned offline uh, laid up from August 2 last uh, to this just a few weeks ago, May 22nd. Uh, made a middle move in the race under jockey Gilbert Estrella at 6-1. to one. So somebody thought this horse might come back firing for the Scott Murphy barn. Scott Murphy uh, is... Is actually doing quite well at River Downs. He won a feature race here on uh, Tuesday afternoon, and that horse was the second start off of a layoff. So there's an interesting statistic right there. Uh, that would be the statistic in your racing form, the second start over 181 for one. That was a horse winning on Tuesday at River. So I like the second start off the form angle for Murphy, but I li- here's something I like even better. Vernon Bush has been the go-to man for Scott Murphy. When Vernon uh, wants to ride a horse of Murphy's, he lets Murphy know, and Scott puts him on the horse. Interesting last time with the Van Dolph line, uh, no Vernon Bush last time. So you put Gilbert Estrella on the horse. The horse made a good middle move in that race, and the winner, Count the Dreams, took him start to finish. So by the time uh, Hugh Roy got up to a contending position, J.J. Sanceri turned the leader loose, and he was long gone. Uh, ran a 37 buyer figure in that race. If you note marginal improvement, maybe we can get him up to a 42 or a 43-type buyer figure. If we can do that, he's going to be right on the wire. I uh, love the switch from Gilbert Estrella to Vernon Bush. I think that moves the horse up a good four or five lengths, so that puts him right in the thick. That I also see a lot of speed in here, and Q. Roy is a horse that likes to come from off the pace. does have three on-the-board finishes and five starts in the mud, so the wet track's not a concern. Look for Q. Roy. He's 7-2 to two on the morning line. I actually think you're going to get a better price than that. Uh, take note of the... Uh, the following fact, the five horse in that race, Spring Hall, he's the 9-5 to five favorite, and he is going to draw a lot of support to our racing fans, but I promise you this, this horse has got a big chandelier around his neck. He just kind of hangs around when the money counts. Should have won the last two races very, very easily, and he hung around to finish second two races ago, and then third last time out. So box, him, uh, box up Q-Roy with the five, Spring Hall, who is the favorite, and the 10, Ali Show West, who's 4-1 to one on the morning line. Looks definitely the one to beat in here. Very consistent buyer pattern. Very consistent runner coming from off the pace with Cesar Kamaki. But I think Vernon's got their pole position here with Q. Roy. He'll get first run on the aforementioned uh, Ali Showest. Look for him in the fourth race at River Downs tomorrow. The one, Q. Roy, for Vernon Bush and Scott Murphy. That's been our man Pistol Pete from River Downs. The eye in the sky, the voice from above. He's giving you the winner from River Downs. Pete, I'm going to put your feet to the fire. Do you have any selection, or have you even begun the handicapping process for the 141st running of the Belmont Stakes? Well, you know, I heard you and uh, you and your guests talking earlier about the Belmont Stakes, and uh, like I said, said to you in the off time, uh, I don't think uh, the, the move from Chris Rogier to Kentis Ormos is positive as you guys make it. You know, uh, don't fix it if it's, You've been don't fix it if it's not broken kind of thing. I mean, and Chris really knew that young horse, Summer Bird, quite well. I look for that horse to run a good race in there. I do definitely think that the favorite, uh, Mind That Bird, is the one to gun down. But a uh, very interesting idea here. 
from my standpoint, and I'm just going to let history be my guide. I, uh, you know, there's a few things to sink your teeth into, but what's wrong with uh, Lucas's horse flying private at what should be a square mutual? Ran a very good race in the Preakness, and Lucas is, uh, you know, some would argue that he has been to the Belmont and the Preakness in recent years just for the sake of being here, but here's a horse that might be peaking at the right time. The buyer's cycle is on the top end of things. Does make a uh, late run, but not too far of a late run where he won't be in a striking position when it matters. 12 to 1, Julian Leperu. Maybe if my Mad Bird doesn't fire, we can get Flying Private to fire. Lucas is a one man quotation box. How is it? People have opinions, horses have the answers. I'll tell you what, I, I do like Flying Private, especially with Leperu. Anything Leperu is on, I have to take a hard look. And Peter, any time that uh, it catches your eye in the beginning, it definitely has to catch mine in the end, and I have to use you in the exotics. Pete, I'd like to thank you for taking time to join us and give us the River Downs Hot Special and your insight into Belmont 141. Well, thanks a lot, Ed. And like I say, any of our viewers that uh, or listeners that uh, tuned in last week, uh, make sure to send me an added email. I want to know that my uh, cry of a $33 winner didn't fall on deaf ears. So everyone in Radio Land, have a great evening and good luck at the races. And you as well, my friend. Pete, we'll hear you at the races, my friend. That's some Pete Aiello, Pistol Pete. What a man. What a guy. And trust me, you're going to be hearing him on the big circuit. Some good news. Renee Douglas, weaned from the ventilator, injured jockey. Renee Douglas is breathing on his own after being taken off a ventilator machine. After his one-horse spill on May 23rd at Arlington Park, Doreen Razzo, his wife of Eddie Razzo, close friend of Douglas's wife, Natalie, said the breathing apparatus was removed. His first request was for ice cream or jello. That is good news to hear. And speaking of more good news, jockeys across America to recognize Renee Douglas for the Permanently Disabled Jockeys Fund. It, it, it kind of gives me a lump in the throat to actually say that because I've been watching Renee ply his trade for years. On Saturday, riders at racetracks across the U.S. and Canada will take part in a unified show of support for recently injured jockey Renee Douglas and a Permanently Disabled Jockeys Fund. We hope that's not the case. Riders at Belmont and other racetracks will participate in a moment of tribute and support for Douglas and his fellow injured riders in approximately 4.15 Eastern Time. All active riders are being asked to consider contributing as a sign of unity, one losing mount fee from their Saturday earnings to Renee Douglas. Naira President and CEO Charles Haywood will make a $5,000 contribution to Triple Crown winning jockey Ron Turcott and others on behalf of the PDJF during the special winner's circle ceremony at Belmont. Douglas was seriously injured on May 23rd this year at Arlington Park. In 1960, he won the Belmont Stakes aboard editor's note. And during last Belmont Stakes, he got a dancing forever to be a victor in the grade one Manhattan. As I said before, it gives me a little lump in the throat to, to talk about that. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe when any rider goes down. And But we're only going to think good thoughts from here on out. He's weaned from the ventilator, and he wants jello or ice cream, and that's a step in the right direction. If you ask me on any day at any time. Well, we've had Dangerous Dan and we've had Pistol Pete Aiello. They've been talking the talk and they've been walking the walk. So when we return from our next break, yours truly is going to throw his hat in the ring and we're going to see if we can divide the waters and pick us some winners. For Belmont number 141 here on Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America.
America's sports. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks, teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, <laughs> she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Uh huh. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple everyday moments like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh <laughs> no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. <laughs> Turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at bornlearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horse Stradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. If I had a million dollars... And I do hope I have a million dollars. And welcome back to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and this is the final furlong. As we're going to be talking about handicapping the Belmont cards, starting with race number six. But before we get that pa- before we get that far, I want you to keep something in mind. Mike Smith will not be riding mine that bird. He is going to be in California for the $300,000 Charlie Whittingham Memorial, a grade one at Hollywood Park on Saturday. He is going to be riding Madeo. Madeo. Yes, you've heard it right. He's passing up, not because he's choosing one over the other, but he's looking to build upon the momentum of his head decision in the Inglewood handicap on grade the grade three on April 26th. He gave up the mount to ride for Mr. and Mrs. Jerry Moss and John Sheriff, the trainer. It was a professional decision. It was not one of choice. It was a choice of doing the right things. Kudos goes out to Mike Smith. But keep that in mind, Madeo in the $300,000 Charlie Winningham Memorial. Many people may forget that. You can bet that I'm not going to. I don't win or lose. I'm going to be a part of it because Mike Smith, a man of his word, hard to find nowadays. Well, we have had... Some really good handicappers. Dangerous Dan, Pistol Pete Aiello, and they're making it a little tough for me. And when I say they're making it a little tough for me, 
they are raising the bar. Both these guys can handicap, and now I am going to throw my hat into the ring. And let's start with race number six at Belmont Park on Saturday. It is the start of the $1 million guaranteed pick six. Six furlongs, the true North Handicap, a grade two event in the sixth race. Very nice race. Either six going postward. And I'm going to go with the six. Fabulous strike. Fabulous strike is two to one. And uh, has, has a bit of, a, of an up-close stalker momentum. Ramon Dominguez in the Irons, who's winning 22% of the time for trainer Todd Beatty. It's a Pennsylvania bred, a six-year-old gelding by Smart Strike. Horse for a course, five starts, three wins, and a second, which is four out of five in the money. I was talking to my brother late, or a little earlier, and I said, here's a lately, sometimes you're reading the form, sometimes you're reading information, and it looks like it just kind of looks like foreign writing at times, and other times it jumps off the page. This weekend actually jumps off the page. Win, lose, or draw, they are really attracting my notice. Seven furlongs back to six, exiting the Carter Handicap, a grade one into the grade two True North. I think Fabulous Strike is a wonderful way to actually begin the graded runs. There's five graded runs in the sixth race, beginning in the sixth race. Right behind Fabulous Strike, I like Benny the Bull, Edgar Prado, Richard Dutro. Last 60 days, they've been winning 25% together, one for one at Belmont. Six-year-old horse by Lucky Lionel. Richard Dutro doing very, very well indeed. Exits a well, two victories right in a row in grade two company. Five in a row with this runner. Canopy six, very easily so. So I go to the six, and I go to the one to round it out. It's not going to pay much, but I'm going to take the three, and it's going to be two-step salsa. Garrett Gomez, Saeed Ben-Suar is the trainer, two for two in 2009. Winner of the Godolphin Mile, a nice grade two event. Frankie DeTore is in the irons. Garrett Gomez, no slouch himself. In the sixth race, the True North, I'm going to go six, one, and three. Seventh race, just a game stakes, grade one, my bet. Oh, the day. That is the five, and that is forever together. Dangerous Dan and I were talking. Julian Le Peru, Jonathan Shepard, one for one in the money. Exodus to Jenny Wiley. Been off for a little while. Been off for a little while, working very, very nicely. On the turf, seven starts, five wins, and two-thirds. That's seven for seven in the money. This gray roan mare, I belong to me, looks the part in Jonathan Shepard. What a trainer, indeed, especially in the grass. Then I go to the one that's Caribbean Sunset, Ramon Dominguez for Christophe Clement, another incredible grass trainer. Second off of a layoff, I love that, where Clement wins 27% of the time. Coming in from Ireland, second-time Lasix can sometimes be the cure of many ills. I round out my try with the three captains, lover Johnny Velasquez and Todd Pletcher. These guys team up better than anybody in the game. The last 60 days, 26% winners, 51% in the money together. In the seventh race of the Just a Game, I go five, one, and three. Race number eight, big-time speedsters in here. Seven furlongs, Woody Stevens, grade two event. I go to the rail. This one's for Phil Garrett Gomez and and Richard Dutro, winning 17% together like that. Second place, I like Regal Ransom, as Dan and I were talking with Alan Garcia. And then I'm going to round out with number nine. That is Hall. Yes, I'm going to beat Hall. I still see undefeated, but I'm still going to see others paying a little better price. 
in race number nine, the grade one acorn. I just can't say enough about just Whistle Dixie. Just Whistle Dixie, to me, looks really good. Julian Leperu for Kira McLaughlin. I think Leperu is going to have one heck of a day right behind Just Whistle Dixie. I like four gifts. Four gifts has really, uh, really just been uh, heading on all cylinders here. And, uh, you know, there's not going to be any Rachel Alexander in here. Steve Asmussen is quite the trainer for the Hellebrock Stables. And, uh, you know, exiting out of Churchill and Fairgrounds the last two out. I like the move there. And then I'm going to come back in third place, and that is the 4-8-1 to one Funny Moon. Alan Garcia, Christophe Clement, all three races, lightly race Philly, I think, will play into her hands nicely. The tenth race, the Manhattan Reserve. I love number five in here in the Manhattan Reserve, and, and that would be Gio Ponte. Gio Ponte, Gary Gomez, and Christophe Clement, three for three in the money. The dam was stakes place, two turf winners, nine starts, six wins, and three stakes winner. Gio Ponte looks the part. I would also use Court Vision and and Cowboy Cow, as Dangerous Dan pointed out. All right, the 141st running of the mile-and-a-half Belmont Stakes. This is a very nice race, and I have to tell you that history can be made if Calvin Burrell wins on Mind That Bird, he'll be the first rider to win on two different horses and win the Triple Crown. This man is 42 years old. He's not brand new to the game. This guy, don't call it a comeback, as LL Cool J said. He's been there for years. This guy can get it flat out done. Will it happen on this day? If it does, I'll be rooting for it in my heart. But my money is going on charitable man. I love Alan Garcia. This guy can ride perfect form. They don't come from downtown out of it, where mind that bird generally sits. Sired by a Belmont winner, lemon drop kid. Kieran McLaughlin said, I wouldn't trade with anyone. Alan Garcia schooled them today in a race that I saw at Belmont. Heavily bet last time out and did not disappoint. The only race you can throw out was the poly track. Right behind Charitable Man. I like the seven, mind that bird. Benny Woolley, congratulations, son. You are a real trainer. Calvin Borrell is in the irons. Ten starts, five wins, and two seconds. That is seven for ten in the money. Incredible there. A $9,500 purchase. Take a look at the line last time out. Steadied at the quarter. Seven wide gaining. And rounding out my picks on that, I come to the deuce. And that is Dunkirk, 4-1, to one, Johnny Velasquez and Todd Pletcher. As I said before, they win 26% together the last 60 days, 51% in the money, and the Kentucky Derby stumbled and steadied. So there's a lot of history that can be made this weekend. There is a lot of action. There are a lot of runners. I just don't see it being a really big lucrative payoff, but I see it being a whole lot of fun, and many people are going to be watching so you're going to want to tune in to Belmont 141 this weekend. Well, time flies when you're talking thoroughbred racing. Winning Ponies was honored to have on as our special guest, Dangerous Dan, and Pete Ayala with his red-hot play for Friday. And until next week, may your winners be many and your photos be few. Good luck in Belmont 141.
Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.